Hi friends, welcome to the Hey Fundraiser podcast. I'm your host, Mary, and whether you're a frontline fundraiser, the operations professional, a board member, or just somebody wanting to make an impact in your community, this podcast is for you. We cover all facets of fundraising and our main objective is to give you ideas and inspiration to help you raise more money. Join us as we learn, grow, and make an impact together. Hey fundraiser, we are going to dig into one of my favorite topics today which is key performance indicators for your major gift officers. I was a major gift officer for many, many years, and I never really felt like I was measured on the right things. What I was measured on felt very disconnected, frankly, to the actual cultivation, solicitation, and stewardship efforts that I was doing day in and day out. Here's the deal. The success of your major gift officers can make or break your ability to deliver your mission. The gifts that your MGOs are working on are large and they infuse much needed cash into the operation so that your organization can make, you know, the amazing impact on the world that it makes. Today, I want to share with you my five favorite key performance indicators that are going to help drive the right work, help your major gift officers better understand their performance and their portfolio's behavior and stay focused on major gifts. So let's first talk about what are KPIs. So this is the measurements of success for your major gift officer. That's why choosing the right KPIs is critical. Peter Drucker wisely said, what gets measured matters. And he is 1000% right. Whatever metrics you put into place for your gift officers are going to become their main focus. If the metrics you put into place are vanity metrics that don't help you drive the work, you're going to be hurting your fundraisers' chances of success. Let's dig into what a vanity metric is here for a second. A vanity metric is a measurement that might make you look good and might make you feel good, but at the end of the day really doesn't help you act. It doesn't provide direction and it doesn't help you understand the real story of your fundraising. So here's an example. The number of records in your database. This is absolutely a vanity metric because it really doesn't give you any information to go on. That metric encourages fundraisers and everyone else to put every single contact into the database, which essentially makes your database the phone book, which I do not recommend. (laughs) Your database should be full, chock full of people who love and care about your mission. And is that really something that you want your fundraisers to spend their time on? Probably not. That is an example of a vanity metric. And I just thought of another one. The number of likes, friends, or followers on social media. Who cares? How does that even help you with revenue? It really doesn't. So you might have, and you might report out to your board that you have 10,000 followers or friends on Facebook. But until you can, you can articulate how those friends convert into dollars, it's not a great metric. So you can see here, the theme is more about quality, not quantity. Although some metrics, of course, are about quantity, but quality matters here. Most people think that quality makes them look good in front of their bosses or their board, but it's really the, the quality that's going to speak volumes. So choose the right KPIs and monitor them. This is going to help your major gift officers be better equipped to meet their goals. 
So let's talk about why KPIs are important. And there's really two big reasons. One, your KPIs are going to drive the work. If you're measuring the wrong things, your major gift officers will begin focusing on the wrong activities. So make sure your KPIs are donor facing, include solicitations, and that most of the portfolio is being cultivated. Your KPIs should also be easy to measure and not tie your gift officers to their desks. Major gift officers should spend minimal time on data entry, but just enough to be able to measure their KPIs. The second reason that KPIs are really important is it really helps your major gift officers pursue the right prospects. Metrics can help them understand who should stay in their portfolio and who should be released. Additionally, the right metrics will help you if prospects are moving the moves management cycle or if the relationship has stalled. It's also going to showcase if one major gift officer portfolio is too big while another one's is too small. Now, when you're tracking your KPIs, there's a couple things to be aware of. Now, the KPIs that we're going to go through today by design are easy to measure, take minimal gift entry, and do not eat into your major gifts officer's time to fundraise. So to measure these KPIs, there are really three things that your MGOs need to track in the database. The first is they need to code themselves as a solicitor for their current portfolio. So this means, you know, going into each record and marking themselves as the fundraiser or the solicitor. The second thing is that major gift officers need to record their quality contacts with prospects. Now, I'm talking quality here. If you run into a prospect at the grocery store and you wave hello across the produce, I would not put that in as a quality contact. However, if you run into a prospect at the ballet and you sit down and you have a really meaningful chat about their giving to your institution, not necessarily the ballet, I would absolutely put that in as a quality contact. So we're really going for quality, not quantity. And then the third thing is your MGOs need to track their solicitations. And this includes how much they're asking for, when the gift is expected, and if the gift has taken place, right? Like the gift has been realized. By doing these simple data entry tasks, all five of the amazing KPIs that we're going to talk about here in a minute can easily be tracked. The key is having the right systems and processes in place to make sure that these tasks are being completed and tracked correctly. So you want to do some training with your major gift officers and just make sure they're coding things correctly, that they're following up on tasks and that they're updating the database on a regular basis. And with those three items, you're going to be able to track all the KPIs. So let's get into the best KPIs for your major gift officers. Now, we know that these KPIs are going to drive the right work. And we know that these KPIs, there's only three things you need to do in your database to track these KPIs. So the first one is coverage. And here's the metric. 80% of your portfolio should have at least one quality contact every six months. So the strategy here is that it keeps the portfolio current and ensures that people are being communicated with. 
it also endorses a smaller, more focused portfolio. If you can only get to 40% of your portfolio in six months, your portfolio is way too big. This is my absolute all-time favorite metric because it really puts into perspective how much a major gift officer can do in a six-month period. Now, if your portfolio is having at least one quality contact every six months, that's not going to be the same for all prospects, right? So some prospects you might be in really deep cultivation and you're in touch with them every couple days or you know every week. Whereas others, you're just having a quality contact. You're just kind of keeping them warm, maybe once a month or, or twice a month. However, 80% of your portfolio should have at least one quality contact. And by the way, quality is quality. A, a blast email, a holiday card that's signed by the whole staff. I don't really count these as quality. Okay, let's go into our second metric, which is face-to-face -face meetings. Your major gift officers should strive for 10 or more meetings per month. Now, this is another example of quality. Like 10 meetings really isn't that hard to, to do. When you focus on quantity or the goal is too high, what happens is major gift officers might sprinkle in a few easy lunches with prospects outside their portfolio. So in one of my jobs, I the metric was 10 face-to-face -face meetings per month. And that it was like that for a couple of years and that was perfect. I would get my 10 meetings or more. I mean, sometimes I would have 12, sometimes I would have 15. I always had at least 10 and they were quality. They were people that were in my portfolio. I was working my portfolio and it just worked. Then management upped it to 15. And it was interesting because the leadership, they really didn't care who I met with. They just wanted to see 15 meetings on the books. So my colleagues and myself, what we would do is meet with anybody. We would meet with anybody just to meet that metric. And so let's let's take it out for a spin here. Let's say that I call a former board member who's not in my portfolio, but I know that he or she is going to meet with me uh, because they love the organization and I've known them for many years. So I would go on that lunch and it would take me 20 minutes to drive there and then lunch is 90 minutes and then 20 minutes to get back. You know, that is almost two and a half hours of my day spent on someone not in my portfolio and only to meet that metric of 15 meetings per month. Now, then a couple of months later, you know, maybe six months later, they upped it to 18, which is bananas to me. So we're talking about quality here. So the metric that I like is 10 or more meetings per month with people in your portfolio. Okay, metric number three is asks of $10,000 or more. Your major gift officers should have five or more solicitations every quarter. This makes sure that major gift officers are asking throughout the year and really infusing cash into the organization all year long. I use the $10,000 mark, uh, which is a pretty typical major gift threshold, but you might work for an organization where the major gift threshold is 5,000 or it might be 50,000, but you would just want to plug in your major gift threshold into this metric. 
And the metric is that your MGOs need to have five or more solicitations at that major gift threshold every quarter. Our fourth KPI is the percentage of a portfolio that makes a major gift. I recommend that at least 25% of the major gifts portfolio makes a major gift, whatever that threshold is, within the fiscal year. Here's the logic. We want to make sure that every major gift officer is pursuing the right pool of prospects. If they can't drum up 25% of their portfolio at the major gift level, some serious reworking of that portfolio is needed. This also helps with keeping people not parked in portfolios. So when I work with major gift shops all over the country, one of the things that happens almost without fail is that the major gift officer who has been there the longest typically has the best portfolio. However, when we look at the coverage metric, right, 80% of your portfolio needs a quality contact in six months, I find that the person who has the best portfolio really has just parked a whole bunch of amazing prospects in their portfolio so no one else touches them. So all of these metrics together, including this fourth one, the percentage of your portfolio that makes a major gift, this really tries to combat that mentality of parking the best prospects with certain major gift officers. Um, so just, just know that that is something that's on my mind when I wrote these. And our fifth metric is dollars raised. So this is, of course, tailored for each major gift officer. And this is the quickest and easiest way that you can measure your NGO's success. The major gift officer's goal should be challenging, but it should be attainable. So we as fundraisers, we love goals. We love metrics. Um, as I mentioned, once that metric is set, by golly, we are going to we're going to go for it. Once that goal is set, we're going to do everything we can to attain that goal. One of the worst things you can do is set a goal for your major gift officers that's too high and not attainable. You want your major gift officers to, to be successful and feel successful. So these five metrics, they're really great metrics on their own, but where the magic happens is when you look at them all together. The first thing that's going to happen is it's going to create equitable portfolios. As I mentioned earlier, this is not going to be where people can park prospects in their portfolios for years and nobody works them except that one major gift officer. Not anymore. The other thing that it's going to do is it's going to curb major gift officers from closing maybe one or two huge mega gifts and meeting their goal. So let's just say I was a very lucky major gift officer and I had a, a $1.5 million goal. Well, if I closed, let's say a million dollar goal, gosh, I only have 500K left. Well, these, these metrics make sure that you can't meet your goals by just raising the appropriate amount of money. Like you have to meet all these metrics, which means that 25% of your portfolio makes a gift that you have five solicitations at a minimum each quarter, that you're out there doing 10 meetings per month, and that 80% of your portfolio is, is being communicated with. So now that we've really talked through KPIs, 
how often should you review your metrics? Timely, holistic reporting on these metrics is really critical because at any given time, your major gift officers should be able to know exactly where they fall with these five metrics. Oftentimes we see organizations just measure the one thing, right? Did the fundraiser meet their fundraising goal? The challenge with that is it's too easy to fall behind because there's this misperception that there's plenty of time to catch up. Like all of a sudden it's October and you have a couple major gift officers that are only at 30% of their goal. So the metrics that we laid out today should be measured on a monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. So this allows you to really see and partner with your major gift officers. So if they're falling behind in one area, you know before it's Q4. If you work in a development shop where there are multiple gift officers, you might consider a shared dashboard so that everyone can see where everyone is. A little, you know, a little public pressure helps keep everyone focused on the right work, but you don't want to create too much competition because sometimes that can just become counterproductive. Major gift officers should check in with their teams regularly about performance and compare their metrics with others in the organization. By evaluating your key performance indicators among colleagues, gift officers have the opportunity to share best practices and learn from each other's successes. They, they can even motivate each other when results aren't meeting expectations. So if you have a gift officer that's just absolutely killing it with one of those metrics, ask them to share out. I mean, report out. What are they doing? How can other major gift officers learn from what, what their strategies and tactics are. That really elevates the person who's, who's doing a really great job. And it really helps open up a, a collaborative, collegial environment with all of your, your fundraisers in your department. So I'm going to link these five KPIs and some other fun tips and tricks into a document below. So you'll see that in the show notes. And I hope you like today's episode. Until next time. Hey, fundraiser, thanks so much for being here today. Did you know that we create a special page for each episode that has helpful links, episode highlights, standout quotes, and freebies? Check it out in today's episode description. If you loved what you heard today, would you give us a rating and review? It really helps other fundraising professionals find our Hey Fundraiser community. I'm Mary, and thank you for listening today.